Welcome to the Lead Tough, Not Loud podcast, where we help leaders focus on the important things, not just the loud things. In this episode, we are going to talk about a recent trend that's going on in the workplace called quiet quitting. And this has a lot to do with the area of employee engagement, which is one of the areas of focus in Lead Tough, Not Loud uh, concept and strategy. Um, so I'm excited to have this conversation, and my co-host Adam is with me again. Adam, what's up? Not much, man. I am very, very excited for this this episode specifically. Um, I I was looking. We had talked a little bit uh, in in the past when we were talking through the idea of the relaunch, and you you had mentioned that you were thinking of doing kind of hitting specific topics. And I, you know, we had a whole conversation around like, you know, let's aim for things that are currently going on, like, and not just things happening in, in the past. Uh, and when this one specifically came up immediate, I remember like my eyes lighting up when you can like feel it in your face. And I was very, very excited to, (laughs) to have this conversation. Good. Well, yeah, and I'm excited too. And and like we said, this is something that's trending recently, and it falls right under the idea of engagement, keeping your employees engaged. Um, but what's interesting about this conversation, as we, as you and I talked about it, um, you know, the conversation leading up to this and us preparing for talking about quiet quitting um, actually kind of took a turn. Um, not a turn, I guess, but just kind of went longer. It ended up, we ended up having a conversation about this that, mm. that kind of went into some other areas in terms of leadership and yeah. this idea of understanding, um, you know, really honestly, generationally, um, and, and coming to an understanding between generations of what, first of all, what quiet quitting really was. That's yeah. kind of where the conversation started with you and I, because I was saying, this is what I'm seeing and this is what I think it is. And you're saying, you said, uh, no, John, yeah. you're <laughs> yep. kind of wrong. And I was like, oh, okay, let's talk through this. Um, which is interesting because one of the reasons, you know, you talked about us doing this relaunch and stuff too and making this more of a conversation. One of the reasons why I wanted this to be a conversation is because I wanted a different perspective from somebody that's younger than me. And when it comes to comes to leadership or leadership issues or things that you're seeing with those that lead above you or your leadership specifically. And I think that's been really, really valuable. A lot of our conversations have, have kind of been based around that. And there is a generation gap between, between us. Yeah. Yeah. A big, it's big. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not that old. First of all, you are just, a boomer. No, I am not a boomer. Oh, okay. I'm not a boomer. I am generation X. So, ah, um, just to clarify for all listeners, so you don't think I'm really old. elderly. Yeah. And what, what, okay. So let's just, so I'm generation X. Uh-huh. What are you? I'm a millennial. Okay. So you're a millennial. So right there. And a lot of things in leadership and in the workplace, you know, get blamed on generation gaps. And, and I think rightly so they do. There just is, you can't avoid that. There's gaps in generations and understanding of those two things. This conversation about quiet quitting, that really kind of came to light of what is quiet quitting and what's the understanding of what it is between you and I and that gap of generation there. And so what I wanted with that, I feel like as we talked about this topic, um, we really felt like we need to kind of address what quiet quitting is and have a really good understanding and really what it is generationally, the differences there, you mm-hmm. know, of our understanding. 
and then how do we address it? Yeah. And so, and how do we, how do we prevent it? How do we, how do we address it as in leadership as well too? And so this conversation actually, as we prepared for it, is going to turn into a two episode conversation. So we're going to talk first in this episode about what quiet quitting is and come to have a conversation about understanding, you know, what it is. And then in the next episode, kind of some things that we can do to address it and kind of dive into those. So hopefully that makes sense for listeners and we feel like the conversation is going to be, be really good, you know, in terms of that. So with all of that, Adam, what I'd love to do is have you based on what you've seen and some of the research you've done and what you're seeing trending even on social media and stuff too. And from your generation perspective, talk a little bit about what quiet quitting is to kind of kick us off. Yeah. So What's really interesting was when um, when you uh, sent me the initial set of uh, kind of just like uh, note guides that you'll send when we're doing an episode. One of the first things that you you hit on was uh, kind of what the definition of quiet quitting is, and uh, it was it was very interesting because in my mind, as I'm looking through it, I'm like, okay, this, yes, you're you're not wrong per se. But it's it was very one-dimensional in the sense of it came from kind of that older generation down to the younger generation. This is what quiet quitting is. And on my side, I'm I'm on, you know, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, mostly TikTok right now. That's a very uh, big platform that a lot of my generation is either consuming information on or speaking, you know, speaking out on. And uh, it was very different what I was seeing on my side. Um, there's There's both. There's a lot of kind of the older generation, there's a lot of them on there um, who will, they'll produce information that's like helping you prep for a job, helping you uh, learn how to lead better, all kinds of stuff like that. So I'm seeing both sides of this conversation. But what what we ended up talking about was it boils down to two very specific uh, thought processes Mm -hmm. with this. So almost the uh, older generation down is calling it quiet quitting. The, uh, I would say millennial and I would say, Millennial and the uh, Gen Z kind of on their way up as well are calling it acting your wage. So there's a split between the two. Um, So you get this like. That's really interesting. Yeah. Just the title themselves and Mm -hmm. what they're being called. Yeah. Okay. And, and what I thought was, I don't even, I don't even know how to explain this without it sounding rude. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. But right off the bat, when I read what you had wrote, for the, for the notes and the definition, I was thinking, I don't agree with what you had written down. And I'm Hmm. actually a big advocate of acting your wage Hmm. for, for younger people. And I know that like, and that's where the whole conversation between you and I really like spun up the other day. Okay. So just to, let me just, let me do this. Let's, Mm -hmm. I want you to talk a little bit about what acting your wage, what is meant by that from the younger generation. So, but let's, let me first say, kind of because this is part of our conversation that we had about this. Let me kind of give you the definition of quiet quitting. So we're talking about the older generation down totally. right to, to there. So let me, and this is a gen, uh, kind of a definition that I found online in an article. Um, but basically quiet quitting, the trend of quiet quitting, it says it's the idea of spreading that spreading virally on social media, that millions, millions of people are not going above and beyond at work. They're just meeting their job description. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of this quiet quitting. And a lot of times, one of the things that we said as we're talking about this, I, I mentioned, so it's kind of doing the bare minimum. Yeah. And that was kind of a trigger for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay. And so, which it was interesting. And it kind of, you know, we had a pretty, 
I would say not heated, but strong conversation about, about that. So, but from, so that's what quiet quitting is in terms of what I found in my research and Mm -hmm. what seeing in terms of like older leadership, you know, looking down on this and what, what's happening. So talk about from your perspective, the whole acting your wage um, and what's meant by that. So what we're seeing from my generation and where this, this, I would say recently, and what's interesting, and we talked about this as well, this is not a new concept. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah. we were saying that I think it was what, what I had found was like the seventies and eighties and part of the nineties, there is this idea of coasting. It was like this older term mm-hmm. of like coasting. And it was yeah. like, Hey, you're getting kind of to the end of, um, of your career in the sense of probably prepping for retirement. And you're kind of looking at your, you're ready to be winding down. So there's this idea of coasting, which was, I'm going to do what I'm asked to do and I'm tired and I don't want to do you know, I'm not here to stay late and come super early and all this stuff like, you know, so this isn't necessarily a super new concept, but, um, what we're seeing a lot of is there's this, this ask and this push for the younger generation to, to really go. And it's not even necessarily for, in my point of view, it's not the extra mile anymore. It's so much farther than that. It's asking, uh, to cover multiple areas in a company. It's to wear multiple hats. It's to do, um, when we had talked, we were speaking specifically to what I do for a living. So the world of, uh, you know, branding, creativity, marketing yeah. kind of thing. And I'm a very multifaceted, I have a, a multifaceted area of expertise. And so it's not uncommon for me to work with a client and have them wonder, okay, so we signed you up for branding and design. Can you also do, and then, you know, where's our photography going to come from? Where's the video animation going to come from? All these yeah. extra things. And in my mind, acting my wage is you, you're paying me for this and this is what I'm here to do. The conversation mm-hmm. further than that, if you need more things, I'm totally okay with having that conversation. It's just what does the compensation look like around that? And there's this huge, at least from what I'm seeing, there's this huge breakdown at, mm-hmm. that, at that point. This, yeah. this older generation is saying, well, that's not how we did it. You just put in the work and you put in the sweat equity and the hours and you get noticed and you get moved up. And so yeah. my generation's rebuttaling with no, it's, it doesn't work like that. I've worked places, not me, but I've, I've had, there's people online saying, you know, I've worked places for four years, worked harder than anyone, always got incredible reviews back. And someone can come in, you know, who's two years in or even a couple months in, and suddenly they have a promotion and a pay raise and they're technically my manager, or my boss. And I don't know what happened again. I don't know the whole story. We're watching snippets of these people's lives sure online yeah. yeah you never get the whole story yeah on social media which you have to filter it through that yeah so normally sure. and normally i would say yeah 100 percent. if i hadn't been someone who has faced this exact thing over and over and over and over again hmm. to where i've kind of hit this point where i'm like yeah i don't i don't want to do that i don't want to i don't want to be the guy who's you're young you're single like you stay for you know till yeah. midnight or 1am and finish this whole thing like mm-hmm. on that front you do you know 20 30 hours extra of work because we're it's a team effort we're all here to do this and that and the other thing yeah and you're looking at it going no we're not because i'm the only one here like <laughs> yeah yeah which is a bad thing leaders do a lot right mm-hmm. and they say hey you know like you be a team player or hey you know we're all in this you know and you know remember there's a it's, it's about, it's bigger than us. You know, they kind of use this terminology to make you 
I don't think it's really intentional all the time that they're trying to guilt you into something, but what happens is you get guilted into something and in doing more than what's, you know, what is just your job description or whatever it's yeah. to you. And so really, so kind of, so help me understand it. So I want to clarify mm-hmm. kind of what we're talking about here, right? So again, we have the definition of quiet quitting from kind of older that says, Hey, you, you know, you're not going above and beyond anymore. You're just kind of doing quote unquote, the bare, the bare minimum. minimum. Yeah. And what's in your job description, like what's in your, job, in your job description. And so, but the whole idea of the perspective from your generation and, and younger is saying, I'm acting my wage is the terminology you're using. And so to clarify the understanding of that, it's this, Hey, you know, this is my job description. This is what I do. And when I'm asked to go to do more than that, or maybe something that's even completely outside my job description and with this idea and this attitude of, you know, you can do this and you know, you, you have the time. And so we're going to kind of need you to do this. Well, that's not in my job description. And so if I act, you know, outside of that, I'm not acting my wage, right? There's this kind of this expectation that you would have of, well, what's the compensation for that, Mm -hmm. you know, or what's the benefit for me for that, which isn't, you know, and I think maybe some listeners out there would say, well, that's a real kind of selfish, entitled Almost, would you say like a millennial way of thinking? A millennial way of thinking, right? And we hear that a lot, you know, in in the workforce and organizations, businesses, companies, you know, um, about the younger generations. But the reality is you have to have... uh, understand that perspective. And that's what we're trying to do in this conversation yeah. now is get that perspective mm-hmm. of like the younger generation is saying, Hey, what is in it for me? Yeah. You know, because, and it's not just because you feel like you deserve something or you're entitled to something. It's actually, there's more than that. Yeah. Right. So explain, let's talk about what you mean. Like when we say there's more than that, let's, let's address that yeah. right now. So, yeah. So, Two kind of two thoughts on that specifically. First of all, I I have noticed a very big di- like break in in how these perspectives are are viewing these two things. So you have the older and the younger perspective viewing this. The uh, and I really, I honestly, I think it boils down to communication. Um, hmm. I and I, I I would say communication and knowledge in in these specific areas. So again, I'm really working hard on this in this scenario to speak to the area that I know really well, yeah. which is, is the world of um, marketing, contracting, like contracting in the sense of like doing what I do for a living. Mm-hmm. What I, what I realized is a lot of people don't understand that a graphic designer like me who does a ton of print design and graphic design is not the same as a web designer or a videographer or a photographer, we may have some area and even maybe some expertise in those areas of skill, but those, those are entire career paths. Mm. So to think that you have this one person who's going to cover what would potentially be sometimes eight different positions on a normal team, on a normal creative team under one area of pay is, and, and then it kind of boils down to this, you know, bare minimum, you're not going the extra mile. I'm like, that's not an extra mile. That's an extra career. Yeah. It's a whole nother job. Yeah. It's a whole nother thing that I'm, I'm covering when I'm talking about, um, acting my wage and not, and the bare minimum aspect of this. If I'm working with a team or I'm working for a company or I'm working with a client and they say, we need this thing. We are super sorry. It came in last minute. 
Maybe it's Thursday of the week prior and we need it by that following Monday or Tuesday. I have no issue pulling two later days on Thursday, Friday, so we can go out for review Monday, Tuesday. There's no issue with that at all. That just happens sometimes. Sure. It's, it's how it works. Yeah. So to me, I'm like, that's the extra mile. There you go. Like, yeah. I, you know, I'm working hard on this. I'm working with you guys. We're, we're making sure that this thing gets done. But when it's, you know, you're getting these conversations that are, well, we just really need this area. And it's always, okay, do you need me to help you find the people for that? Like to hire <laughs> to do this? Or yeah. if it's no, we can't do that, but we'd like you to do it. Under the same amount of money while covering your same level of everything you're already doing, you know, plus whatever else we can think of that just seems to land somewhere in the visual arena yeah, is where it starts to get really tough for me. And I would say a lot of the younger generation as well. And gotcha. it's just a misunderstanding. It's the older generation not realizing that in air quotes playing on my computer is a whole career path. And sometimes it branches in multiple different directions. And yeah. so where it, where it really dives into that second aspect that you're talking about is when it boils down to life outside of work and mental health. Hmm. And that's where this for my generation stems from. And that's where this, this conversation takes a sharp left and becomes a lot bigger than just, I want to just sleep in and I don't think I should have to show up for a nine to five. There's those, there's those out there. That's the situation for sure. Sure. No one's saying it's not, but But that's, that's usually the assumption and the stereotype, right? mm -hmm. That's, that's given to millennials Mm -hmm. or younger and younger generation, right? Is yeah. You're just gonna, you're going to be scrolling. You're going to be on your phone. You're going to be doing on your computer or you're going to be sleeping in. And that's usually the stereotype. And that's, here, here's a really, really interesting thought. I had someone tell me this one time, and I will, I'll never forget like how bad this made me feel, how, how crummy I left this conversation feeling. I was out to uh, work dinner with a bunch of people. Everyone was talking about their areas of their career and how they were doing and how they had gotten there. And so um, someone was asking me about design, um, and I was explaining to them, design is super in- is very interesting because it doesn't, you're never necessarily done. You learn something, you get really good at it. And then the trend shifts and everything that you had learned before, you don't use as much anymore. We're trying to learn how to adapt and constantly stay on trend or ahead of the trends. Mm -hmm. So you're never necessarily finished with, with learning. And so I had mentioned, man, this is, and it's a lot of work. It's exhausting and it's a lot of work. And this person was older. I'd say they were probably like mid forties, maybe early fifties piped up and said, I don't think that's work. I really don't. And I don't think that should be exhausting. And they actually said out loud at this thing in front of a ton of people that I worked with, look at your hands. You've never seen a real day of work in your life. (laughs) And I was Uh, blown away by this thought process of like, yes, I work on a keyboard with a mouse and an iPad and a, you know, digital tablet for hand drawing things. And I guess I don't have enough like dirt under my fingernails or calluses or whatever it is. So I don't know what work is. And it was such an interesting moment of going, wow, you have no idea what it's kind of funny. Cause in my mind, I wanted to say, you actually have no idea what work is. <laughs> yeah. Like you don't understand yeah. how hard it is to like, you're working in software and platforms and things that you know, backwards and forwards. And the company says, we did an update. So your computer needs to restart and you reboot it. And you're looking at it going, this is completely different. This doesn't look like it did five minutes ago. I need to relearn mm. a bunch of aspects of this quickly because I have deadlines. I have to, like, there's so many areas to this. And it was like, 
look at your hands. You don't actually know what real work is. Yeah. I was blown away by that. Like, yeah, that's, man, that's tough. Yeah. That, um, not a good way to come to understanding, not a good, not a good approach, you know, to come to understanding of that. So that's really, okay. So as an older leader, Mm -hmm. that really helps me with understanding. Um, and, and even the fact of like, yeah, there are groups of people. And to your point of like, yeah, there's groups of people out there who say, who are only going to do whatever the bare minimum or what's expected of them because they want the time, right? They want to sleep in or they want to do whatever, like to that point, that's not just the younger generation. There's a lot of people my age that (laughs) do the same thing yeah, and, and they either coast or they quiet quit whatever, because, um, I think coasting is probably the better term for, for my age and because they, yeah, they're just going to do what is minimally required Mm -hmm. and then do their own thing. But there's understanding. Don't, don't get me wrong. The bare minimum is still there. That is still a very real thing. I'm not yeah. saying it doesn't exist. Yeah. And for anyone in any field of work, there is an absolute, you said these three bullet points, mm-hmm. I will do these three bullet points. Yeah. And if you ask me for anything more, I will, you know, kindly leave or give you some uh, edgy answer about how this isn't what you pay me for in this and everything. Yeah. There is still very much a bare minimum. Yeah. out there. And I'm not saying that that doesn't exist. So, so what I'm hearing overall is more of this attitude towards each other, right? That's yeah. what I'm hearing. And, and especially that's what I'm hearing in this quiet quitting, quiet quitting trend. Yeah. Um, but it's the attitude towards me that leadership takes or my manager takes or those above me take, which then is reciprocated in my attitude towards the work that I'm asked to do. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really two things. And well, two things that I'm hearing that kind of add to that, that make that happen is one, you talk, you mentioned communication. Yeah. Yeah. And so really when it comes to engagement, it's this clarity of expectations mm-hmm. is what I'm hearing in this. The second thing is the expression of care. Yeah, because you mentioned tor- this idea of like this is trending towards mental health and burnout and you know all of that, which then affects physical health and stuff too. And so, um, those are the two things that I'm hearing in in that. And is that did I hear you correctly? Yeah, I just want to make sure. Okay, yeah. so and that's kind of where our conversation, you know, you know, ended up it was those two things, and which are really important things when it comes to employee engagement and keeping people engaged is the clarity of expectations and the expression of care. Yeah. And I think that those really, as we talked about this, you know, leading up to having this conversation and creating this episode, those are the two things that really came out that need to be addressed that could help address the trend of quiet quitting and or acting your wage. Yeah. Yep. And so 100%. Those are the two things that we're going to talk about in the next episode. But we wanted to split this into two episodes because we really wanted to give understanding about the generational gap between what is quiet quitting and even this terminology of acting your wage and how can we address that. And so how can, you know, I really feel like it's important that there is understanding between generations because we're seeing that more and more and more in in the workplace and organizations and companies and businesses and with teams, right? Totally. Like there's, there's leaders who are gen x or older who are leading younger people um and they're hiring younger people because they have the skill set that they need 
but leading them, hiring them and, and them doing what you need them to do is different than actually leading them. Yeah. And so, you know, understanding the coming to an understanding of the generational gap and some of this terminology is really important. And that's why we wanted to talk about this first. But in the next episode, we're going to talk about those two things, clarity of expectations and expression of care and how those can combat the quiet quitting trend or even help prevent it. Mm. And so I'm excited about talking about that in the next episode too. But Adam, I just, I appreciate, first of all, our friendship and the fact that we can talk these things out. You can help me understand from, from your perspective and and vice versa. Yeah. And I think that hopefully it's beneficial to those listening as well too, as we talk about some of these kind of hot topics right. out yeah. there as well too. So, but thanks man, appreciate it. Hey, thanks for listening. We know your time is valuable, so we hope this episode was valuable to you. For more information about Lead Tough Not Loud, visit leadtough.com.